0: Here, let's go back, back 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 this is eat and drink the mini episode hosted by ali hassan and marco timpano some mature content and language may come up so consider yourself warned now get ready for eat and drink
1: all right this is a mini episode it's we're starting
0: mini it could get maxi you never know we're gonna we may split this in two marco we may split this in two let's, let's just decide we're gonna split this let's in 2 split this in two it's big. Okay. it's big it's big it's meaty we got a meaty episode here you got uh it. i'm ali hassan that's marco timpano welcome to a mini episode of uh eat and drink we are going to attack a list it's a, it's a you know you, you've seen these lists right these these yeah. sort of like, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, listicles. Listicles, listicles here's man. A, here's a listicle for you. Uh, this one assumes you're a bit of a boner, to be honest. A bit yeah. of a bonehead because right away the title, 15 Things You're Doing Wrong in the Kitchen. You don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know yeah. what I'm doing what I'm not doing. Maybe you are doing them wrong. So let's Let's see.
1: Listen, we're attacking this list, Ali, because of COVID times, we're home, we're on the internet more, you tend to see stuff that you would ignore ordinarily, exactly. and these things come up on Facebook and or wherever you're watching, and it's like, 15 things I'm doing wrong in the kitchen, let me see if I'm doing these things wrong. So we're going to pick this apart a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and how if you, do- you want to find this list, by the way, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt you, if you want to find this list
0: mnn.com N.com M double where we all go for our, our, uh, you know, food niche. I've never heard of this website to be never honest, heard of it. Uh, mother nature network. I, you I know just, what? if this is a network where they believe in uh, not vaccinating children, I'm sorry. That's not what we were doing. Oh, we just man. found this one an article and we thought it was interesting.
1: Dude, when that COVID vaccine comes out, I'm going to I'm going to vaccinate myself on either side of my ass. I want a double dose. I'm just waiting for that vaccine. Speaking of which, I want to uh, dedicate today's show to the nurses out there. Today, we're recording on International Nurses Day. It's not the it's not the day that this is going to be released, but I just want to send a special thank you to all the nurses uh, who are working and always work so diligently.
0: Yeah, thank you very much. And also, um, you, you know, not to make light of that, I think that's a very important point. But also, I think we got a little bit of insight into the kinkiness that Marco and his partner are into. Because Marco goes, uh, "I want to double dose both sides of my ass." You know what? Speaking of my ass, the nurses. Obviously, you and Amanda get into the nurse uh, role playing, and uh, and you just revealed that, and that's great. <laughs> I think it's wonderful that you do that. I don't know how we segued from your ass to uh, wonderful, uh, you know, frontline health workers, uh, nurses in particular, but I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, this episode does go out to you guys. Let's, let's attack this list. What do you think?
1: All right, let's do it. All right. So number one, or the first one on our list is manhandling your mashed potatoes. So I throw that to you, my friend, is this a concern in the kitchen? I don't
0: look, I think there's like oh. mashed potato purists out there uh i personally i don't like milk in my mashed potatoes how do you feel about that where that that's where I'm like let's not we, we don't need to do that so what I, do you do
1: you i simply- really like
0: butter i even like look here here's my thing okay if 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 they're slightly firm, I love a great potato salad we talked about this on this on this show where i i i i i ex- Express my love for for fresh herbs. You don't like the H in herbs. That's your problem. Yeah, yeah. Fresh herbs. For me, olive oil, some mashed garlic, and three or four different herbs. Let's say uh, dill, uh, cilantro, parsley. I'm already in a great place. I'm already in a great place. So now you want to mash those potatoes. Great. Let's use olive oil. Let's add some butter. Let's add some creaminess. Once you get into the milk and the mashed potatoes, I I just feel like that wasn't necessary. I I just don't like that. I don't know.
1: So, but, okay, I'm confused. Are you saying you're not a fan of mashed potatoes, so you would rather just have potato salad or are you saying, okay, I'm saying saying that's what it sounds like.
0: I'm saying I'm already excited with a great potato salad. Okay. Now, you want to make it creamy. Great. Let's add okay. maybe maybe a little bit of cream, but definitely butter. Let's make it buttery, creamy, sure. and great. But once you go into milk, it's like we've gone – what happened? We had a great thing going. Why did you water this down with milk? Why did you need to make it so, so sort of mushy? I don't like a mushy potato.
1: Okay, like but here, here's the thing. This what particular – because you're you're going on to milk in the mashed potatoes, but this particular argument is manhandling your mashed potatoes. In other words, first of all, it's a bit it. of a sex. It's a bit of a sexist term here, manhandling. Right, well, which
0: is say, probably oh, how you found it, Marco. Every morning looks up sexist things I can get on board with, and then this is what came up.
1: No, no. Listen, I'm calling it out. You're on the fucking potato uh, salad uh, train, but it should say overhandling mashed potatoes. So in other words, uh, overworking it, or you like using um. Uh, hand mixer or something to mash your potatoes.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And usually those people are putting milk in it. That's what I'm that's all I'm saying. Back to the milk. Back to the milk. The milk no, but- is worse of a crime than the manhandling, in my opinion.
1: We're not gonna get through seven of these. No 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 for our is, mini which <laughs> is we're a stuck on-
0: part. <laughs> this is a four part mini episode. Anyway, okay, I didn't know people were manhandling this. I think over mixing and using a, a, a hand mixer and all that. Yeah not necessary
1: elbow not grease necessary. my friend
0: elbow grease look if you've got rheumatoid arthritis like my mother does god bless you use what you have use what you can um but really if you can if you can if you have the elbow grease capabilities mash it or buy a masher but potato masher is a, a or great. use a
1: or use a big fork do use you a have big a big fork. fork use a big fork here's the thing if you overhandle your mashed potatoes, over mash them, over overkill them. They can become gooey, and I think that's another problem with the milk. You add too much milk, it becomes a bit of a potato soup. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Uh, any mashed potato tips? Uh, I'll tell you one thing. My mom does. She'll throw uh, a sweet potato in the mash so that it's part ma- part white potatoes and uh, has a little a little orange hue to it. Your
0: mother is a war criminal. I'm just going
1: to put that. Oh, listen. Up. No, no, listen. I not That's fine.
0: That's beautiful. Actually. i I'm totally joking. <laughs> My thing is if there's no garlic mashed into there, uh, you've, you've really uh, huge oversight, huge <laughs> oversight. And I've had mashed potatoes where I'm like, there's not even a quarter teaspoon of garlic powder. Like you didn't even like nothing. And I, I just think garlic and potatoes go so well together
1: that uh, always find ways to get garlic into your mashed potatoes. How do you feel yeah. about that? I. I couldn't agree with you more. Now, before we leave this topic, Ali, I'm going to give you a multiple choice. I know you were really bad at this in school because you didn't know how to color in the little dot. But you're having a steak or your favorite entree. What is your side? Mashed potatoes, baked potatoes, or fingerling potatoes crispy with a bit of rosemary? And I know you're not a big rosemary man. I'm going to say not mashed potatoes for sure. Because...
0: Of the reason exactly what we're talking about, there's too much room for somebody to screw up mashed potatoes or, or like you don't put the garlic in or you overwork it or it's like runny or so you're too milky. I got to uh, bring milk back into the picture. Yeah. Listen so never mash. I like my mashed potatoes. I like right. my mashed potatoes. So I, I don't need your mashed potatoes. I'll make my own at home. Fingerling potatoes, I find, you know, usually a good bet. Um, I'm I'm usually going with fingerling, a baked potato. If I'm if I'm on cream butter that yeah. kind of stuff, I'm in there. I don't like sour cream. I don't like sour cream on my baked potato.
1: I don't okay. need it. You don't need it. No, you don't, don't need, need it. it. Okay. No, I'm gonna guess you don't need it, Ali, because of the way sour cream is handled in North America. It's they, they just slap on the giantest fucking blob of it, where it's like. the 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 portion should not be half sour cream half fucking potato no i totally agree with you i totally agree a dollop a dollop, a A fucking quenelle a fucking quenelle is that too much to ask for all right i think we can you put that on my you sounded
0: you sounded like oh so funny people walking by in the cemetery going what the hell's a quenelle what's this guy so (laughs) angry about <laughs> All you, know, right, if let's... you don't know what a canal is? You can look it up. It's a small, sort of a, you know, egg shaped. Uh, so you, you use two spoons to create. Anyway, we'll do canals later. But uh, that sounded like the highest order of food snobbery, right there, Mark. Okay, but well you. there you go. Let's, no go the let's go to number two. Let's go to number two. Okay, or, number two, or something that you—if you're just—if—if if you forwarded this episode, we're talking about 15 things you're doing wrong in the kitchen according to mnn.com. Maybe you are, <laughs> maybe you're not. Number two is killing your fresh herbs
1: or herbs. Oh, yeah. Herbs, are you doing
0: that?
1: I th- listen. This is a problem, though. This is a fucking problem because if you get herbs from the grocery store, let's say, uh, cilantro, parsley, uh, basil. And you keep those herbs in a plastic bag in your refrigerator. Yep. they're gonna get um, slimy, or the uh, the leaves are the leaves on the uh, actual herbs are gonna start to sort of uh, disintegrate, and then you've got these slimy herbs, and the problem is they will go bad quick. So what do you do to store your herbs in your refrigerator? Because I know you use a lot of them and I, I have to, and my hat's off to you because of that.
0: I'm a big fan, big fan. And the first thing, the first thing I do is the herbs come into the home. They are handled immediately. The bag doesn't go in the fridge. You know, normally you come into now COVID is a different time for many people, but if you remember a uh, pre pandemic, you come in, you take out your groceries. Groceries go in the fridge. You put them away, and you feel like you've accomplished something. You have missed something huge if you don't keep the ascend the herbs right to the sink, trim them, wash them, wrap Beautiful. them in some paper towel. That's what I do with her with a cilantro, parsley, and mint, especially. And and don't wrap them completely in paper towel. Uh, the reason being that I, I I know this for a fact in so many people's homes. Out of sight is out of mind. You're right. You're right. You, you and I have them a little bit exposed so you can see them. You know what they are. You're reaching for them regularly.
1: And you use them. Don't wait to use them. You got them. Use them. Use them. Uh, that's one cool the thing. If you pack yeah. them
0: away and you can't see them, you won't use them because you no. kind of forget about them.
1: Here's what we do: um, we take them, we cut the ends off so that uh, the freshest stems are available. We put them in a mason jar, a small mason jar of water, yeah. Yeah. and then we cover them uh, with uh, this pla- this kind of plastic bag that's Perforated. meant to keep. Uh, yeah. It's it's meant to keep. Uh, things longer in the fridge. Mm-hmm. They're special bags my mother-in-law got us for Christmas in oh, Christmas okay. stocking. But they work. They they work. So uh, that's what we do. Do not just leave them in the bag in your fridge.
0: Yeah. Because the bag is- That's
1: of- great. Well,
0: you're, yeah. you're, you're putting them in a glass. I think that's great yeah. because that's very, very visible. That's not even in the drawer, right? right? That is right there in the glass. That's great. That's a good tip. Good
1: yeah. for you, so, buddy. Yeah. So don't, don't treat your er- herbs or herbs like they're bastards of the fridge give them the respect that they deserve. Ali, I absolutely agree. Okay. Listen, We got to 2 and we're already at our mini me- <laughs> Let's 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 oh, move boy. on. All right. Okay. Number 3, Ali is refrigerate things that don't like to be cold. So that's no, no, a that's no, like, no, no. this is uh, a mistake people are is, making. Yeah, They're sorry.
0: refrigerating things that don't like to be cold. Okay. Okay. Like what? well this these these people are saying potatoes and tomatoes i thought we were going to talk about ketchup and peanut butter to be quite honest that's that's where the big divide is right some people want to leave their partner once they find out they, oh my god you're refrigerating peanut butter what kind of savvy? anyway what we're talking about here with this in this particular um uh, list item is potatoes and tomatoes. They suffer on a molecular level. They lose their texture, They lose their flavor. I'm in agreement as well. If your tomato is about to spoil and you're not going to use it that day, I think there is, uh, is, is, you know, room for putting a tomato overnight in a fridge. Sure. Uh, same thing may go for an avocado. Avocados should not see the inside of a fridge, but if it's like we ate seven avocados, we can't eat our eighth avocado and it is super ripe, you can maybe delay ripening uh by putting it in for a night. Well, but that's what we do.
1: Yeah. With avocados, if we get like say, you know how sometimes you get a little bag of avocados, five or six? Sure. We, we put the we put uh let's say half of them in the fridge so they don't ripe right away and we have three out so the, well,
0: you, you need these tricks because avocados are, are real rascals. They're real rascals, buddy, because uh, sometimes it's like hard, hard, hard. And then, oh, all eight are ripening today yeah. and we have to go crazy. Yeah.
1: And I don't know where you're listening from, what part of the world, but here in Canada, avocados are expensive. Mm-hmm. I was in California. I couldn't believe how inexpensive avocados were. Yeah, And then I was in Hawaii and I couldn't believe the different varieties of avocados that are available to people in tropical co- climates yeah. uh i had an avocado the size of your head like i've never seen an avocado know. that big and it was so wonderful uh yeah. i have a small head in in my own
0: defense oh, yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't that big an avocado it's, his story's not that great um i totally and and you know uh, avocados it's almost prohibitively expensive to buy them single Buy single. You've got to buy yeah. a bag if you want to make it worth, you know? But yeah. yeah, when you get to countries, West Coast and, and in Hawaii, now you're talking. How you're living but, life.
1: I'm going to say this. Putting your tomatoes in the fridge makes them mealy, makes them feel very mealy and not uh, fresh or crisp or al dente to the tooth. They feel like they're just, they've just been abused, like they don't feel or taste right. Um, in Europe, they don't put their eggs in the fridge. Did you know that?
0: I know buddy I've seen that in Pakistan as well it's uh, it's kind of crazy you know just all these products that like we're like hey you're you're going to die you are actually going to die and they're like no no we've been doing this for years don't worry about us
1: listen if the eggs fresh it
0: doesn't have to go in the fridge I know I know well the thing is these the products have this this is a whole other discussion yeah. but they have more integrity they have more integrity in some of these countries they're actually actually fresh, something that yeah. we know very little about in general on, on this continent. All right. Number four, I mean, I honestly, number four and number five have to do with something uh, that, that Marco could speak for hours about, noodles. So number four is you, you're, you're crowding your pasta potentially, and number five is you're rinsing your pasta. So why don't you address both of these? And then I think what we'll do is we'll do five, five, and five, Marco, perfect, perfect. it's not right. even a mini anymore. <clears throat>
1: First of all, I'll address the fact that you called them noodles. We never call them noodles. First if you're calling of all, them noodles, I didn't call them
0: noodles. Read you, number five. Read number you, five. I'm quoting the article that said you're rinsing your
1: noodles. You said the word noodle. I never, I never look at pasta as noodles. Noodles to me are another thing. And, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Let me defend myself here. There's only two no. times when I say the word noodle. Number one is when somebody has no backbone. They're a noodle. That's okay. a human being who's not able to stand up for themselves. That is a new number two. If my son uh, is touching himself too much, I go stop playing with your noodle. That's it. Okay. Those are the only okay. two times. Otherwise, I don't say noodles.
1: The only time I say noodle is when you have that that weird styrofoam thing in the pool that they call a pool noodle, pool noodle. and even then I call it a pool linguini. All right. So uh, if I'm dealing with if I'm dealing with Uh, crowding the pasta, that is putting too much pasta in too little water. And there's a problem with that because first of all, your pasta, especially if it's a longer pasta and doesn't get in the water, it's not going to be evenly cooked. You want the pasta to have room. You want the water to boil around it. You don't want to create a situation where the pasta is not being treated the way it should be and not being exposed to the right amount of heated water or boiling water. Um, also, some pastas, like for example, um, ravioli, agnolotti, any sort of stuffed pasta or covered pasta. It's not really a stuffed pasta, but you know what I'm saying? It's a pasta that's been filled like a ravioli. Uh, they need the room to dance around in the water. They okay. can't be hitting on top of each other because if they do, they form like a seal where the pasta meets. And that part won't get cooked or might have a discoloration, which is not pleasant to the eye. Or they'll stick together, potentially. Think of the term, think
0: of the words freeboil. You know, sometimes people will free boil their rice as opposed to measure exactly. It makes a nice fluffy rice, especially with basmati. Same thing goes for pasta. Free. They need the freedom. They need the freedom to move around. And that applies to many things when you boiling. Even potatoes, if we go back yes. to number one, they need space. Um, you don't crowd a pan. You don't crowd a pot when you're boiling either.
1: Yeah, I don't know who rinses their pasta after it's been cooked, but if you do it for some strange reason, someone convinced you to do it, you stop that action right now. That is not that is not something that makes any sense. It's almost like anti-vaxxers well, is how me, I feel. Unbelievable. All right, well, let me ask you this. Now,
0: I'm well aware of this for... Um, for, for a pasta that's being served right away. What if you were making a pasta salad, something that you're going to serve the next day, you're just boiling the pasta and later it's going to have, uh, you know, various, um, fresh ingredients added to it. And you're going to take it to a picnic. God willing, you're invited to a picnic one day and somebody enjoys your company and that's what you're bringing. Do you, Oh, so you're saying, uh, you know, I'll you're eat, not I eating don't... it warm. You're not eating it right there. And then
1: look As you know from last week's episode, when I was fed pasta salad, it's not my thing. But to answer your question, okay, I would oil my pasta. I would go with a bit of olive oil, toss that pasta. Are you saying like you're not going to make your pasta salad right now, but you want the pasta ready to make it before you go to the picnic? Oil that pasta, a little bit of olive oil, drizzle it, use your hands, mix it up so they don't stick together. I see what you're saying, wash the starch off so they don't stick together. But my advice would be add a little bit of oil, keep them slippery, but let them have that nourishing starch from the water uh, that makes pasta so delicious.
0: I could, uh, I could listen to you talk about pasta for hours. Unfortunately, nobody else can. So I think that is our mini episode for, for, for today. We've got, we've got five more <laughs> and then yep. five more. We, this is a three-parter. <laughs> Which we didn't think it would be. But once we get rolling on food, this is how it goes. Just a teaser. You know, we'll be yeah. back in a week with a mini, but we'll be back in a few days with a with a maxi. We don't call them maxis, but you know, whatever, a regular episode. Just a teaser. Uh, you have been disrespecting your egg whites, apparently, and you have also been making your coffee beans weepy. That's a teaser for our next mini episode. Ali, Marco, it's, uh, it's early
1: in the morning, but i I will wake up early to do a podcast with you any day of the week, my friend. <laughs> you know,
0: you're almost awake. You're almost yeah. fully awake yeah. at the end of this now. Uh, nice chatting with you, brother. We'll uh, we'll see you guys. Uh, this will air when. Let people know when we're airing this one and when our regular episode will be. This will air Sunday, and our regular episodes will stick to Thursdays, right? And then we'll be back uh, next Sunday with another mini episode. Uh, items. Uh, six through ten ways that you're messing up allegedly in the kitchen
1: we're also trying to get some um guest episodes for the sundays too so if it's not a mini episode it'll be an episode with a guest like what we've had in the past that's right. All right. Well, All right. thank
0: you very much for listening. We hope this uh, illuminated uh, certain things about what you may or may not be doing in the kitchen. And uh, and if you have any thoughts on some thank of the, uh, the passionate uh, pleas and claims that we've made, we're always welcome. Uh, we always welcome your emails. Podcast eat drink at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. Until we eat and drink again. That was Eat and Drink. The mini episode with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. If you have a topic, cocktail, food item, or segment for what's in Marco's mouth, email us at podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Again, that's podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Look for the mini episode on the 1st and 15th of every month. Until the next one, forks Up.